Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Good morning, Help Club for Moms. My name is Deb, and I sure am thankful to be here with you guys today. I've been really praying about what to share in today's message for mothering uh, with Deb, and I was thinking about you guys, and you know, it seems like the past few weeks, the world feels even more scary, right? I don't know about you guys, but everything happening around the world and um, then, then food shortages, you, you know, thinking about food shortages and war and, oh my goodness, it just can feel very scary. But guys, I have a really hopeful message for you today that um, you don't need to be afraid. All right. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to feel like you don't understand what's going on. I know a lot of people feel like they don't understand what's happening in the Ukraine and Um, you know, we don't have to be afraid. I'm telling you the truth, right? Jesus says, I am telling you the truth. And uh, he will lead us through any season, no matter what happens. Okay, guys, he will lead us through. And so we're going to talk about that today. Today's going to be a very hope-filled message. And uh, I'm going to give you some practical tips on how to walk with Jesus during the season and how to understand things on a spiritual level that maybe other people don't understand because they don't have the Holy Spirit inside of them. But as a Christ follower, moms, remember, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you and he will not leave you. You do not need to be troubled or afraid. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So as you guys are coming on, I want to pray for you today at the end of the today's message. So please uh, leave us a comment and hello, Tanya and Allie and Nikki and everyone else uh, that is here today. Hello to everyone listening on the podcast and on YouTube. We sure are thankful for you. If you would like to have prayer, uh, you could leave a comment here. We're going to pray at the end. I'd love to hear your prayer requests. I'm telling you guys, prayer moves mountains. It, it achieves unusual results. That's what happens when we pray, guys. A, a, unusual things are achieved. All right. So let's pray for each other today. So share a prayer request. And then if you're joining us via the podcast uh, or on the recorded video, you can leave the, the recorded video. You could leave a comment and I always come back and I always pray for every single comment. And then on the podcast, you can email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. We have a whole prayer team who would be honored to pray for you. All right, guys. So be sure to do that. And I'm going to open us up in prayer. Jesus, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for Facebook. Thank you, God, for just the fact that we can be together. Uh, I know Nikki's in the UK, uh, Ali and um, Tanya, we're we're all across the US. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would help us to feel very close to one another today. Every person that's coming, uh, let us all feel close to one another. Help us to feel that we have a community of friends, of sisters together here uh, where we're encouraging one another, learning about our first and most important relationship, our relationship with you, Jesus. And God, we just invite you into this video. Please speak through me, Lord. Don't let me say anything apart from you. I pray that everyone that's coming today or listening would feel so encouraged and lighter and that you would take away any uh, discouragement that they might be feeling, any anxiety, any depression, any worry, any fear, God, that you would supernaturally take it away from each of us. We commit this time to you. Come Holy Spirit in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Good morning, Jody. I'm so glad you're here. Okay. So 
before I go any further, I want to remind you guys, we only have, I think it's nine tickets left to our retreat. We have one hotel room left at our retreat center, but we do have someone who said that she will donate her. She has a, a an Airbnb. She said she would donate to any moms that are coming a couple of nights there. So isn't that amazing? So we're already trying to find more hotel rooms for people who um, register later and you might not get a hotel room at this uh, retreat center that we're at, which is totally fine. Like guys, it will all work out. There's other hotels that are near the retreat center. But the main thing is, is that you get your ticket to the retreat. We keep our retreats small on purpose because we really want you to feel ministered to. We want you to feel like you have a personal touch from this retreat. And that is what's going to happen when you come. Okay. You're going to get a personal touch uh, from the Lord Jesus, who is your most important. We are all praying for you to encounter Jesus as you come, encounter the Holy Spirit. We're praying God's presence will be as thick as peanut butter. That's what I pray. And you have a whole group of moms that are going to pray for you, uh, that are there for you to encourage you. And so I just want to highly encourage any of you guys that might think you want to come, please come. Okay. Please get your ticket ahead of time. It's only $65 or $69 or something like that. Good morning. Uh, and, uh, Lord, I pray that, uh, I just went into prayer. Okay. I'm supposed to pray. I think I'm supposed to pray for a love, a more blessed family. Lord, I want to pray for the sweet friend who's joining us from the Philippines. Lord, thank you for her coming here. That just broke out in prayer. But anyway, I just want you guys to register for the retreat. Uh, Nikki shared the uh, retreat link there. So please, please, please register before it's too late. Okay. <laughs> and uh, ask God for the money. Ask God for the plane ticket. You'll be flying into Denver. You'll need to get a car uh, to get to the retreat center. You could also fly into Colorado Springs. It's a little bit more expensive. Um, but I mean, it's six and one half dozen of the other. It's just a little bit farther if you drive into Denver, but you can get a car there. You can bring, come with a friend. Hi, Jacqueline. You could come with a friend, but please just come. Okay. And if you have any questions, you can email us at admin at helpcleffermoms.com. Okay. All right. So that was the big announcement for today. Oh, and also just so you guys know, we're having a special dinner uh, Friday night at my house. I really wanted to open it up. So uh, everyone's coming over to my house for a special night of prayer, worship and dinner at my house. Okay. And once we make sure you're a real human and, and all that stuff and you buy your ticket and we, we always check on everybody before we give out my address. So it just is what it is with today's world, but then you'll get our, my address and you'll know where to go. Okay. All right. And then, um, okay. So let's talk about this today. Let's talk about overcoming fear. Uh, but before I forget, I wanted to remind you guys what we're doing in our study. We're going through the book of John. Okay, we're going through the book of John. Now, before I forget, could you guys please share this video with your friends? Because you never know, some of your friends might be feeling fear and they might not be talking about it. And I guarantee that today's video will help them. Okay, so share the video with your friends. You can tag me if you're my friend on Facebook, uh, but uh, just share the video with your friends. But we're going through the Wise Woman Grows book and we've been going through something we call Walking with John, which is going through the 21 chapters of uh, Good morning, Fibia, the 21 chapters of John during Lent to prepare our hearts for Resurrection Sunday. You can also get the study for free on the YouVersion Bible app, uh, and it's called Walking with John. You can type in Help Club for Moms and Walking with John, okay? But this is on the YouVersion Bible app, and uh, also, if you want to buy the book, it's $13.99, and it, every penny goes towards our all-volunteer ministry. We use our books to support our ministry. Okay, so we are going through this and I wanted to highlight because we're reading through 
uh, John chapters, let me see here, uh, 13 through 15 this week. Okay, so 13 through 15. And I'm going to talk to you about John 14 today. And it's Mary Jo's devotion. And it's called Do Not Be Troubled or Afraid. Okay, Do Not Be Troubled or Afraid. And it's so good. Oh, and before I forget, if you want to go deeper in the topic of fear, uh, on the YouVersion Bible app, we have something that was written by Linda Steppenbacher, who is a member of our team, and it's called Overcoming Fear, and it's incredible. It's absolutely an incredible plan on YouVersion, and so you can go deeper in this topic of overcoming fear by uh, looking up Help Club for Moms and Overcoming Fear in the YouVersion Bible app, okay? Okay, so let's talk about this today. Let's talk about fear. And yes, God, oh, Rafa, man, I'm so glad to see you. I love you, Rafa. I get all of your emails. I pray for you. Uh, my prayer team prays for you, Rafa, May. And so I just want you to know I'm very thankful for you. And good morning, Jennifer. Good to see you. Okay, so let's talk about the first scripture, which I want to read to you. And it's John 14, verse 27. Okay, listen to this. Peace I leave with you. This is Jesus talking, okay? Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. You guys, the only one that gives us perfect peace is Jesus. No president, no government leaders, nothing. Jesus is the only one that gives us perfect peace. We can feel more peaceful in the world when we have control over things or we feel like, you know, we're prepared or whatever we want to do, but there is no peace like the peace of Jesus. Okay. And so just to encourage you that you can access that peace at any time, calling on the name of the Lord, calling on Jesus, reading the Bible, praying, you can feel the peace of Christ, no matter what you're going through in that overcoming fear plan on the YouVersion Bible app. My friend Linda wrote that as her husband was going through treatment for brain tumor. And, you know, he's completely healed. God took out that brain tumor. I mean, it was a death sentence to him, but she wrote that plan overcoming fear during that season. So she called on the name of the Lord. She read the Bible and she asked Jesus for peace and she received his peace and she had ups and downs. But I'm telling you guys, you will receive the peace of Christ when you ask him. Amen. Thank you. Yes, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. I love your name, Jacqueline. That's so pretty. Yes. Okay. So. Then I want to also read you John 14, verse 3, and that's the key verse, uh, or I'm sorry, 14, verse 18, my bad, 14, verse 18, and it is the key verse for this, um, for this, let me just read it from my Bible, for this section, and it says, let's see here, okay, 14, verse 18, here it is. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Guys, you are never an orphan. You have Jesus, Holy Spirit living inside of you as a Christ follower. His word says he will never leave you nor forsake you. His word says in, in about tithing in the book of Malachi, he says, test me in this and see if I do not open up the floodgates of heaven on you. And he doesn't say, I'm going to open up the floodgates of heaven on you if it's a bad economy or, uh, you know, he, he doesn't, there's no stipulations, whether it's a good economy, bad economy. He just says, when you tithe, when you give, I, I believe in tithing till the cow. I mean, I could talk all day about tithing. Uh, we have seen miracles in my life and my family's life and our finances when we started tithing, but 
Jesus says, he says that uh, you can test him when you tithe. And he doesn't say like only when it's good times. He talks about, you know, he will keep the deadly pests from devouring your crops, right? It's in the book of Malachi in the Old Testament. And so guys, I'm telling you, you can trust the Lord to help you. He will not leave you as orphans during this time. I know that there's a lot of talks of food shortages or wars and rumors of war, right? There's talks of more pandemics or anything like that. And guys, can I just please tell you something? Oh my goodness. Turn off the news. (laughs) Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. You got to remember the word television. Think about that. Tell a vision. No one has your interests at heart. They want to make money. All the news stations, they want to make money. Every single one of them. War sells news. CNN, all of those have gone up exponentially since this war on the Ukraine. Okay. People watch the news. They're glued to their TV. But you know what that does is it brings fear. You do not need to watch every play-by-play of the news and what's happening. Okay. It's good to know what's happening. Like, like go somewhere that you trust the source, okay? A person that um, analyzes things or whatever it is, and just get a little bit. You don't need the play-by-play. You don't need every single thing, okay? And honestly, the mainstream media lies so much. I would almost believe the opposite of what they're saying. That's what I. That's what I think. I don't. I don't watch it. I don't even watch Fox News, guys. I. I, I mean, it's paralyzing all the stuff that they talk about. I have some people that I trust that send me articles and I I trust them because they walk with God, but I don't trust the media. Okay. So turn it off. Ask God what to do, right? Back in the old Testament, back in the new Testament, back in, you know, a long time ago, there was no media. There was no one telling you their vision for what's happening in the world. You guys, (laughs) we have to go to God to get our vision. We need to go to God and let him tell us what we should be doing. Okay. So I just, there's so much fear out there guys and fear is paralyzing and it's a spirit. Did you know the fear is a spirit? The word says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. But that spirit of fear will get in and it will cause your mind to go crazy. Not not really crazy, but it will cause you to be afraid. It will cause you to just worry about tomorrow. You won't be able to enjoy today. You'll be worried about your children. Guys, God gave you your children for this time in history. God is going to give you what you need to raise up these children for him. God is going to give you what you need to raise up Daniels in this generation. If you didn't hear that podcast or see that video I did about raising Daniels in this generation, go back and Google it. Go look it up. But guys, I'm telling you, God is going to equip you. He's going to give you everything you need to raise those children up for him to be warriors for Christ in this generation. You are not you are not to succumb to the world. Who cares if Disney is going to up their um, their LGBTQ education for children? Like they're, they're, and I hate it because I love Walt Disney World. It's so hard for me. You have no idea how much I love going. We love going because of, of the spirit of the creativity that's there and the excellence. But this whole other part of Disney, like talking about pushing this agenda on children. And my husband and I don't even want to go this next year. And so it just makes us so sad. It makes us so sad what they're doing to children. But guys, turn it off. Turn off the Disney channel. Don't just let your kids watch whatever cartoon is coming around. Turn it 
off. Okay. Find some good godly. I didn't let my kids watch uh, Disney movies when they were growing up. I just didn't even back in the day. I didn't do it. And guys, we need to be careful what our kids are watching. We need to, I know that there's some Clifford, the big red dog, Blue's clues, Sesame street. There's a whole list. We have a list that do not go along with family values, these shows, and you should not be letting your children watch them. Okay. It makes me so sad. I mean, my kids used to watch Sesame Street all the time. Like I watched Sesame Street when I was a kid, but you can't trust Sesame Street, the Muppets. You can't trust Muppet babies. There's just things that they're, they're coming out in their content to try to make all this stuff seem normal for our children. Right. I even saw this, this uh, filter on Instagram where you could push a button and see how prone you are to being gay. That's, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you guys. I just, I'm blown away. But you know what? Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. He said, he who is in you, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus that lives inside of you is greater than he who is in the world. So that satanic, demonic, Luciferian spirit in the world, Jesus in you is greater than that spirit. Jesus in you will help you raise those kids for him. Jesus in you will help you be prepared for what's coming. Jesus in you. You have to remember that, guys, but turn it off. Be very careful what you let your children consume. Okay, guys, just be very, very, very careful. Okay, that was a side note. All right. And then the last scripture is John 14, 26 to 29. (sighs) Okay, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I've told you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe. Okay, so it just talks more about the Holy Spirit. And if you go to John 16, okay, we're going to bump ahead for next week. We'll be 13, 14, 15. Yeah, next week we'll be reading John 16. But John 16, verse 13 says... But when he, the spirit of truth, that's the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. Okay, guys, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Okay. And two of the many jobs of the Holy Spirit, like a big job of the Holy Spirit is to draw people's heart to him. And, you know, that's why it's so scary now when we look at the world and how corrupt the world is. Because the word also says that God gives people over to their desires, their sinful desires. And when he gives people over, the Holy Spirit isn't, this is what I understand. The Holy Spirit isn't working as hard on those people because he just gave them over to what they're doing. You can still pray for them. And then I know that God hears our prayers, right? I know he hears our prayers. So you pray for these people that are doing evil in our world. And I know that God hears your prayers and the Holy Spirit will go to them. But I don't understand the the full complex uh, the uh, constructs of that scripture that the, God gives them over to their sinful desires. But you don't want to be somebody who's given over to your sinful desires, guys. <laughs> but as as a Christ follower, I just don't believe that'll happen because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And so, just know that the world is very dark, 
and people are doing very evil things, but it's because they don't know God. They don't know him. They don't know the love of Jesus. They don't know the salvation of Christ. They're just being affected by the devil. They're just being messed with by the deceiver, the devil. And it's really sad, but you have the Holy Spirit. So he will guide you into all truth. He will show you the things that are to come. He will show you the future. Yeah, Jesus will show you the future. What you need to know about the future, he'll tell you if you ask him. I'll give you an example. And I know this is a a financial example. But my husband and I went on a walk, I don't know, about six months ago, five months ago. I can't remember exactly the time. And we were thinking about the season and the time that we're living in right now. And we were talking and, and we just started talking about the fact that there were people back in hard times in our nation, like people during the depression, people during other times when there were economic collapses, like even us uh, during the crash, the stock market crash of 2008, we lost so much money that we were saving to buy a new home. But do you know what God did during that time? He gave us a house. He gave us the house that we live in now that he hid from other people. It had went to foreclosure and it was beyond what we could have ever imagined. Right. And we bought it with less money and now it's worth a lot more money. That's one way that we made money during a bad market. Okay. So we got this house from the Lord. We'd been praying and praying and just resting where he had us in this little rental and just waiting while, cause we lost a lot of our money and uh, we were like, well, and we had to give our, um, we, we were going to build this house and uh, we had to pay $12,000 of earnest money and all this money to give back because we couldn't afford that house anymore because we lost our money in the stock market because we were just saving it. Right. And, um, but God, God gave us this house that we're in now at a third of the price. And so, you know, now we get to live here and have ministry here a big house so we can have people over and have big groups over and we've done retreats here. And so you can make money during a hard financial season, right? So my husband and I were walking around and we were uh, asking the Lord to show us ways to make money, ways to uh, be able to bless other people. Because when we make money, we give money away. We tithe, we give, my husband and I give away a lot of money. And, um, Anyway, so we asked God, God, show us how to make money right now, even in a market where, you know, it's not a good market or they're saying things are scary. And this is going to sound crazy, but my sister-in-law sent me this text and she said that Trump was buying this media platform called Truth Social and uh, to, you know, she just said it and she said it's on the stock market. Well, nobody was wanting to cover anything about President Trump back then. And uh they weren't going to talk about it or they were discouraging about it. But my husband said, I said, well, maybe you should buy some stock in it. And we set aside some money in savings. We're not day traders. That's horrible to be a day trader. You guys like someone who a day trader is like someone who buys stock one day. And we would never do that. This is actually the first time we've done anything like this. Okay. And uh, we prayed about it. And my husband put, you know, a certain amount of money on it. It's $5,000. And we bought the stock. And in one day we made enough to buy a minivan. We haven't bought it yet. We're still saving the money because now vans are really expensive, but I needed a new car and we didn't want to, it's not a brand new minivan. I never buy new cars. I always buy used cars, but I got enough to buy a minivan. And so in one day, and I don't recommend day trading. I just, for some reason, God spoke to me about buying that stock. And then as you know, the stock market went crazy uh, on Trump social and people, it went up and like one day, and then of course it crashed, you know, that's what happens. But we just sold it. As soon as it went up, we sold it. 
and uh, we made some money for a van and we tithed, we gave, you know, I gave to ministries, but I'm just telling you guys, we are not doomed. There's no gloom and doom with Jesus. Yes, they might be talking about wars. Yes, they might be talking about food shortages, but what is God saying to you? What is God saying? And this is the, the heart of this message today. What is God saying to you? Okay, what is he saying? Have you asked God about the future? Have you asked God to tell you how to prepare? I remember during the the 2000, it was year 2000, whenever, you know, the calendar turned over and everybody was freaking out because the computers wouldn't be able to handle going to 2000. People were selling their houses, moving out in the country. And I know I saw this one house, Christians, they put this big fence around their home and they had built a water tower and they had all this stuff. And nothing happened. My husband was like, Deb, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. My husband's in computers. He says, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life to think that a computer changing to the year 2000 will cause this big collapse. Okay. But my husband prays and he asked the Lord to guide him into all truth. Right. And and you know what I did? This is going to sound really silly, but I was scared. Right. I was like, everybody's talking about it. And I filled up my bathtub. That was my, (laughs) it's so stupid. Okay. I know that's stupid. I filled up my bathtub with water in case the water went out. It's so dumb, but I got a little afraid. And, but now I asked the Lord, you know, we live out in the country. Oh, thank you. Jacqueline. We live out in the country and we have a well. And if we lost power, we lose our water. We lose everything. We, but we have gas, but we don't have, uh, like we have a well and I've been praying and asking the Lord, should we get a generator? I mean, that would be like, I don't know, a propane generator is like $4,000 and then trying to find someone to come out and do it is a lot of money. And, and then I've been asking the Lord, well, what do you do about all this food stuff happening? And you know, what do you do about like prices going up and what are we supposed to do? But I've been asking God for me and my husband and what we might do. There's a special with this cow, like you could buy an eighth of a cow and um, with this farm place that we know of, and we might just get a freezer and buy an eighth of a cow and just have some meat on hand. We will use it. Like we don't ever buy anything that we won't use. And although my husband did buy some emergency food about three years ago, <laughs> he bought like, like four months worth of the freeze dried nasty food that we will not touch <laughs> unless it was crazy. But I, I, I have stuff, you know, we, we have stuff to where people could come stay with us. We would have food for people, but we're not like stockpiling food. We're not like getting gasoline, but I mean, I don't know. We're going to keep praying about it, but all I'm saying is guys, we're not there yet with what God is telling us to do. I have a lot of people that are doing like a, a get ready bag, like a bag with all your stuff where you can take it for 30 minutes. You, can, you know, you can go anywhere, you know, for 30 minutes. And it's, I think if our world is having that big of a problem, we have bigger problems than trying to get out of our house in 30 minutes. Right. Um, but anyway, we are still praying about what to do. You guys pray about what to do. Because the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. He will show you the things that are to come. And for me and my husband, we're just praying. We're just asking God. We bought some backup groceries because if if inflation happens, we have some backup stuff. But we don't have a ton of stuff, right? But we don't feel like we're supposed to. We don't feel like God has told us that. And we do feel like we need to share whatever we do have. We do feel like we need to share our big house if someone needs to stay with us. You know, we do feel like we need to share. And so... That's how we're preparing right now, but we're not freaking out. We're not worried. 
I just really feel that um, we can't be afraid because once you let in that spirit of fear, you will start to do things that are un, not rash. Like you will start to do things that um, are not good decisions. Like those people that sold everything and moved out east of town and put the fence up and bought a water tower. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you will start to do that if you get into fear, but ask the Lord, what does he want you to do? Okay. And pray for our leaders. I don't even like my leaders in my country right now. Right. But I pray for them. I pray for them to be able to only do the things that God wants them to do. That's what I pray. I pray against evil because the enemy is who we're really fighting here. It's not people. It's the enemy using people. It's all the evil that the enemy is trying to do to people. Pray for people's salvation. Pray for them to come to know the Lord. Pray for your country's leaders that they would know what to do and they would not be able to make decisions apart from God. How about that? How about, because God has done that. If you look in scripture, God has made it to where people like Balaam, right? Balaam was, there was someone back in his day and Balaam was, they were asking Balaam, curse Israel, curse Israel, you know, curse them. And he couldn't do it. God wouldn't let him do it. Okay. God will not let our leaders do what he doesn't want them to do or Oh, that's a whole other thing with sin and everything. But I'm telling you, if you ask God to help our leaders to only do what he wants them to do, that is an amazing prayer. And I think we can all pray that with confidence because God is faithful. He is good. There are things that will happen in this world because of the devil and because of sin. People are sinful. People don't know God. People are walking in darkness. They're not walking in light. So there are things that are going to happen, but pray for protection. Pray for the angels of God to be around your home, the angels of God to be around your finances. Pray for God's wisdom. Pray for your finances that if you do save, like I, we do recommend saving, like, and so we save money and we ask God to protect our money, to protect our investments, right? And pray and ask God for that. And remember, if you ask God for wisdom, he will give it to you. James 1 verse 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Okay. So when you are asking for wisdom, just know that God is going to give it to you. And then the rest of that scripture says, but when he asks, he must believe and not doubt for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. If you have fear, you're going to be double-minded, which means you're not going to know what to do. You're going to feel anxious. Anxious is double-mindedness. But if you are, and if you're fearful, you're going to be double-mindedness. You're going to, you're going to be tossed to and fro by every news article, everything that comes across. But if you are steady in Christ and you trust him and say, God, I am afraid. Help me not to be afraid. Give me the power of God right now. Give me what I need. Give me your wisdom. Help me to walk with confidence. Give me your peace. He's going to give it to you. Okay. He's going to give it to you guys. And so let me just give you some examples of how you walk with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Number one, pray and ask for wisdom. Okay. Pray and ask for wisdom. All right. That's number one. Pray and ask for wisdom. And when you get wisdom from God, write it down, write it down. Okay. Write it down. If the God of the universe speaks to you, you need to write it down. So write it down. Number two, when you hear from the Holy spirit, it will never, ever, ever contradict the word of God ever. It will never contradict the word of God. Okay. So if you're hearing something and it says something that is against the word of God, it's not from God. All right. So that's easy. Check that one off. 
Number three, pray with a friend. Pray with friends, okay? Pray with your husband. And just know that um, asking other Christians, another way that God speaks to us is through the church. Ask other Christians what you think you're hearing from God. Ask other Christians, okay? Because, you know, and ask them, ask God to help them to speak life and just tell you the truth of what you need to know. And then this is a biggie. Number four, watch where God is working. Watch where God is working, you guys. Watch where God is working. Observe like we did, right? We observed the stock market, like that thing that came from my sister-in-law. We observed and we were like, God, is, is this for you? Is this you? Is this what you want us to do? Watch where God is working and join him. Always join the work of God around you and ask him, is this what you want me to do? Is this the way you want me to do it? And then number five, take steps moving in that direction and see what God does. God will open doors, ask him for open doors and closed doors and start taking steps in that direction for what you need to do. And he'll tell you what to do. Okay. He will absolutely tell you what to do and ask him for open and closed doors. Do not give in to fear. Okay. And like, here's an example of how I heard God. Yes, Tanya. I love Tanya. She's amazing. Can I just say that our sons were best friends in high school and they served together playing in worship. And she is amazing. I uh, love that. Love that. Love that. Okay. All right. So I want to tell you guys, give you this example. Okay. So how you can know that it's the Holy Spirit. So last Wednesday was my 31st anniversary. And I know this is going to sound crazy. Okay. But it was my 31st anniversary. My husband, he scheduled a trip to go to his workplace in another state. And he he didn't realize it was our anniversary week, which is fine. Like we celebrated Saturday night. We had our kids over last night. We had the best time. Okay. But it was our anniversary and I was kind of sad because my husband was gone and I fly for free because my friend uh, is retired flight attendant and she gave me um, her pass. And so anyway, so uh, I wanted to go see my mother-in-law and father-in-law. I love them dearly. They live in Florida where it's amazing and the weather's nice. It's not so cold. And I really wanted to go see them. And I got up so early and I went to the airport and they didn't even have a single seat for me to fly standby. And then I drove to, to Denver to the next big airport and there was no seats and I, and no seats again and no seats again. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll go somewhere else. Maybe I'll go to San Diego. Right. And it's a nice place. It's sunny and I could go, but then there was a seat there, but I felt sick to my stomach. And I was like, no, there is no peace here, right? There is no peace in this decision for me to go to San Diego. And so I'm just going to go and I'm going to think and I'm going to pray. And do you know what God told me to do? He told me to go to a local hotel here, which is gorgeous. It's called the Broadmoor Hotel. It's beautiful. And uh, he told me to call my friend that works there and see if I can get a really good rate. She gave me a super duper good rate, a beautiful room. And I just met with the Lord the whole time. I stayed in my room. I went and ate there. I walked around the property. It's so beautiful there. But God spoke to me. He gave me table of contents for a new book idea that I have. And he gave me all of these things that I've been praying about. And he just wanted to meet with me. And he told me, he said, Deb, you're your wedding anniversary is very important. And he goes, I want to celebrate it with you. And had my husband been home, I would never have done that. But it was exactly what God wanted me to do was have some extended time with him. So I spent the whole time with him. It was so precious to me. And I read the word and I asked God questions and I sought the word for answers and it gave me answers. And it was so precious, right guys? It was so precious. But had I got on that plane to San Diego, even though I felt sick to my stomach, I would have missed it. And so let the peace of God leads you. Uh, ask God to tell you what to do. 
And um, yeah, so that's my message for today. And I want to pray for you guys. So if you have a prayer request, let me know. And thank you, God. Oh, I love you, Tanya. I love I love you, Ali and Jacqueline and Nikki and everybody here. Okay, did anybody leave a, oh, thank you, oh, Rufa May, you are faithful and you are great, oh, nothing is impossible to you, God, yes, God is faithful, he is great, he is amazing, yes, 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 okay, does anybody have a prayer request, I'm going to just start praying, and if you have a prayer request, leave it at the bottom of the um Oh, so Rafa May says, the reason that I refuse to watch and listen to the biased media, the Holy Spirit will lead us in what we have to do. He teaches us to be wise. Amen. And um, yes, yes, yes. Let's see here. Okay. Anybody, I don't, I don't know that I see a prayer request. Just, oh, here's one. Please pray for Dan. Oh, he's been traveling all month and finally home for a week and he's been sick. Oh, Dan. Oh, okay. I'm going to pray for Dan for sure. And okay. So I'll start there. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you, God, for the fact that you are with us and that you love us so much. Come Holy Spirit. We love you so much, Jesus. Lord, I lift up Dan and Tanya to you. Thank you for Tanya's love for her husband. And our husbands carry such big, heavy burdens. And Lord, I pray that you would give Dan rest for his soul, that you would give him healing for his body, that he would feel your love, that he would be able to rest and recoup and do what he needs to do, God, that you would heal him from the tip of his head to the tip of his toes, that you would help Tanya to continue to know how to be encouraging to him. And Lord, for all of us, that we would all know how to be encouraging to our husbands and our children, God, and that you would help us all to learn how to really listen for your voice, that we would not... Uh, listen to the media, but we would listen to you, Jesus. We would listen to you, God. I just pray that so much that we would listen to you. God, guide us into all truth. Show us the things that are to come, Holy Spirit. Help us to follow you with no fear in Jesus' name. Okay, I think there's some new comments at the bottom. Okay. Oh, oh, writing assignments. Okay, good deal. So special, amazing, you're clear. Oh, thank you. Yeah, God was so good, uh, Ali. He's so good. Oh, okay. So Nikki says, I'm writing assignments this week. Okay. So Lord, I pray for Nikki. Thank you for how hard that she is working in school. Thank you for providing everything that she needs during this season. And she's been growing so much in seminary. And Lord, I pray that you will bless her assignments. Lord, let them come easily. Uh, help her with her children when they get home to enjoy them and to get as much work as she can get done while they're at school and napping and sleeping and, um, that you would just give her everything that she needs to get the work done that you've called her to do and help her and Henry to be able to connect during this season, even though she's really busy, cause them to connect and help her to connect with her children too, in Jesus name. Okay. Thank you, Jacqueline. Oh, and Allie's sick. Okay. So Lord, I pray for Allie that she's sick with a cold or flu. Lord, heal her body. Give her good rest. Thank you that she's here, even though she's sick. And I pray for everyone here that is sick with any kind of virus, Lord, that they would feel better, that you would heal them from the tip of their head to the tip of their toes, God, and that Allie would get some good rest and that she would feel right as rain as quickly as possible in Jesus' name. Okay, that pray for me, please, that God will lead you. Okay, so Lord, I pray for Jacqueline. I pray that you will lead her, that you will guide her into all truth, show her the things that are to come, protect her from that spirit of fear, help her to know to do exactly what you're calling her to do in this season and let her know that you see her, you hear every one of her prayers, every single person listening today, that they would know that you hear their prayers and that you are leading them in Jesus' name. 
Oh, it is paralyzed and guilty. I know, but don't, don't do that. Everybody's sick. Okay. You just rest, rest in Jesus. Okay. So, uh, Rafa May says, pray for my aunt, Alina. Oh, Alina, she's scheduled for her gallstone operation. Okay. Pray for their family that they may encounter Jesus. So Lord, I do pray for Alina. I pray for all of Rafa May's family and all of us that we would encounter Jesus, that we would encounter you more in our lives than we ever have. And God, I pray that you would bless this family, bless that surgery, let it go off without a hitch and let her feel so much better and bless Rafa May for being here. Thank you for her sweetheart. I love her so much in Jesus name and pray for uh, Jacqueline's son for uh, employment, son-in-law. Okay. Lord, I pray for Jacqueline's son-in-law that you would give him a job that's permanent. Help him to know that you love him so much, God. Help him to feel your presence. Give him that permanent job that would be a big surprise, a big blessing for his family. God, you are the one that gives us good gifts and you are our provider. In Jesus name, amen. And uh, for Megan, for a better place to stay. Okay, I pray for Jack, for Megan, that she would get a better place to live uh, with her children. And uh, Lord, just bless her, bless her, and bless Jacqueline as she's busy studying with her level four. I love that early childhood development. Bless her, God, as she's studying for her early childhood development. Bless her, make those answers come to her quickly, and give her everything she needs. Amen. Praise report. Alexi committed. To her, ah, to her top college. We went to the campus and prayed and God rang the bells for her at three o'clock as we prayed to him before the concert. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that she will perform there. I pray that you will open doors for Alexi that only you can open. And I pray that you would bless her and keep her strong in her faith in Jesus name. Amen. Okay, guys, thank you for watching. Share this video with your friends. Um, and I just love you. And I just pray like, and comment on this video, uh, even more getting it going on Facebook, because it's a little challenging these days for Christian organizations. And, uh, Lord, we just thank you for this time and Jesus name. Amen. All right. I love you. Thank you for being here. Oh, and, um, Rafa May says, pray for my husband's job. Give him a stable job and to continue as the breadwinner for us and to continue to support in the ministry of what they have. Yes, God bless them in their ministry in Jesus name and all to the love to you mamas. Yes, Sally. Okay. Thank you guys. Love you. Love you. See you next week. Register for the treat. Okay. Bye.